Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. We're going to spend the next couple minutes talking through um, some some leadership ideas. Um, And I want to remind everybody in the room, you're a leader. You absolutely are a leader. Uh, You lead in your family. You lead at your job. You lead the people around you. People look at you. Uh, Leadership, very quickly, leadership is just influence. And so every single person has influence in some form or fashion. So that means that we all can grow in our leadership. And so leadership is not a title. Leadership is not a position. Leadership is influence in, in people's lives. And so we can grow in that leadership. So don't talk down to yourself and say it's only for da 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 You need to understand and we need to remind ourselves again that every single person in this room can grow in their leadership. Leadership is not a gift that is given to some people and not to others. Uh, just so you know, every single one of us has lead, and we all lead in different ways, you know, and that's what makes leadership so beautiful is that you can lead in a different way and still get to the same destination. And so you don't have to change your personality to be a leader. You can actually just grow into what God has made you to be and be the best version of that. And that's going to be the best leadership that you can do and be the best leader that you can be uh, when you start understanding that. And so I want to make sure that in this room that you're not just sitting down and listening to something thinking this is for somebody else. That you're not sitting here and thinking, well, this is for the better people, or you're not sitting in this room thinking, well, this is for the people who really, you know, do stuff in church or do something in a business or do something. And every one of you who are listening uh, online too, or, or listening uh, later on this podcast or Spotify or whatever, uh, understand that we're all leaders. That we all have some. You, you, um, uh, even if you think you are not a leader, God is looking at you to lead. And so, um, so just, so just step into it. Um, and so we're going to step into it for the next couple of minutes. Uh, I entitled this little talk, the culture cup. Um, just cause I like when things sound like that. Uh, this is Luke chapter 11, verse 39 it says, then the Lord said to him, you Pharisees. So Jesus is talking to the religious leaders of the day. Uh, He's talking to the ones who hold all the keys to church. He's talking to all the ones that make all the religious decisions. He's talking to the ones that everybody else in his culture would want to impress because they are the ones that say if you're spiritual or not. They're the ones that say if you're doing it right for God or not. Uh, And so so Jesus is speaking right to them. And he says... uh, Then the Lord said to him, you Pharisees, so there's a group, are so careful to clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside you are filthy, full of greed and wickedness. You Pharisees are so careful to clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside you are filthy, full of greed and wickedness. I'm going to come back to that scripture. I, w- I want to talk about this idea here um, in, uh, in regards to our church. So, so here's, here's, what, um, here's what this is in regards to when it comes to our church. Uh, 
when, so we have a strong culture in our church. We have a very strong culture in our church of, of what it means when we say we're part of New Heart Church. And uh, those things that are our, our culture um, are what we run on. These, these are, uh, and we talk about them through Growth Track. And as you go through Growth Track, you get to understand, oh, and, and basically the culture is uh, an, a fancy word for how we behave and how we act. Okay, so, um, and, and a lot of these things uh, that we, or, well, all of these things that we talk through that we run on are all biblically, biblically based. They're not just things that we make up. These are things that come from God's word. Uh, so uh, what, are, what are some of these uh, cultural things that we, any, anybody want to say one of them? Uh, we believe the best. Awesome. What's another one? We see the answer in every problem. Cool. What's another one? We give honor. It's another one. We think inside the box. Anybody else? What? No, we haven't said that one. What is that one? Again, you said you said it really quick. I saw you that you panicked. Uh, we are owners, not renters. That's great. That's that's another uh, another one. Uh, anybody else? We are known for what we are for, not what we are against. What's generosity is our privilege. Courtney's getting really excited right now because it's starting to feel like school. And she's starting to like get into like this, like, oh man, I'm gonna get an A. You know, like that's I can see you if you're if you're listening online, I wish you could see her smile because she's like, this is the best thing ever. Okay, so uh, we can all see that the now these are some of them, not all of them. Um so what happens is when we in our church start talking through these uh, things um, and we bring somebody uh, on to, let's say somebody feels like, oh, I want to be a part of the team. I want to I serve in a different area or I wanna, maybe I want to serve in worship or I want to serve uh, and, and be, a, uh, be a host on Sunday morning and just be a smiling face and, and, and wave. Uh, I, I, or I want to serve in kids and I, I love kids and I want to be around that. Uh, serve in the tech area. You know, we've got all these different areas um, that you can serve. So when somebody says that they want to be that and, and serving and be a part of the team, what happens is they, come, they become more close-knit to the church and to all of us who are entrusted with serving and leading the church. So uh, Jess and I and the staff, we, we all get to know you better when you're serving simply because we're around you more, and you're around us more. So when that happens, then we start to see things that are countercultural to our church. Everybody follow me? I, I, I promise I'm going somewhere. Just keep following with me and you'll see. Uh, um, so when you start, so when we start as, as leaders, and this can happen in your family too, when you say stuff like, oh, our family doesn't do that. Like, that's not how we act. Or this happens in your job. Oh, this is not, you know, so this is not just our church. This is everywhere. When, when you see something that's countercultural, uh, then um, it's easy to see that. And, and especially with our church, we'll start hitting that. We'll, when we see somebody who's not generous, we'll start talking about why. 
when we see somebody who uh, has a problem with honor, we'll talk about why. Well, when we see somebody who actually sees the, the problem in every answer instead of the answer in every problem, we'll talk about why. You know, what, what's going on? Why is this a negative slant in your life? What has happened? Um, and, we, we, um, and we'll start talking through those things. Um, and then we'll talk about it. And hopefully we'll get, you know, everybody kind of changes, and then we move on. Everybody follow me so far? Okay. So um, once you move on and you see people getting it and acting in our culture, we think, awesome. They're getting it. It's awesome. You know? Look it. They're, they're starting to get it. Starting to act right. Or even in the back of your mind, you start thinking, oh, they're starting to act like us. Which is good. You know, and you start, oh, this is it's good. And so then once that happens, you start bringing them in more, closer. People start getting more responsibility. Because you start seeing the actions. And you're like, okay, I can trust more. I can bring, 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 bring. And you bring them in. And you give them more responsibility. And I totally can see the merits of this. And there are some good pieces to this. Here's where I think uh, there might be some, something that we need to shift. And, and let me try to illustrate it the way my brain saw it. And for some of you, this is going to be really hard. Because you're like, what the? Some of you are going to be like, this is the best analogy I've ever heard in my life. So this, there's this movie um, called Captain America Winter Soldier. Okay. And so, and, so, um, and so for my wife right now, she's like, this is the worst analogy ever. So I'm going to, I am trying to translate this for Jess and everybody else. You can come along with us. Okay. So there's this, there's this one part in this movie where there's this dude. He's called the Winter Soldier, who's uh, just as strong as Captain America, and um, but he's kind of and, and 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 there's a lot of backstory that I don't have time to go through. But but anyway, he's uh, he's kind of set up in the movie as he's the guy that's going against Captain America. Okay, um, and and so there's this part in the movie where they actually bring him in to uh, to the 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 secret base where all all the good guys are and all this stuff and they bring him in there and they and they put him in uh, this um, this place where the, it kind of holds him and then they at one point there's this there's this time where they say these words that start triggering something in him way down deep. Like he was so docile and, and actually he was trying to be good. He was trying to be good. But they brought him in anyway. Like they're like, okay, he, you know, we're going to bring him in. He's, you know, we're going to arrest him and all this kind of stuff. And, um, and so they, they, they brought him in. They bring him into this, this moment. They are, uh, they, um, they start, uh, it's actually in this movie called uh, Captain America Civil War that this happens. And this dude starts saying these words that like trips this guy's trigger. And it makes him like turn into this terrible person. But now he's turned into this terrible person inside like their secret base. And he's like 
wrecking shop. I mean, everywhere, breaking things. I mean, just knocking everybody out. I mean, it's just horrible what is going on. And I can't talk anything more about the movie because that's where the analogy ends. So, so, let me, so let me tell you why I thought about this. The most damage that could have happened happened when they finally brought this guy on the inside. But they didn't know that there was something on the inside of him that was going to be so destructive. Sometimes in leadership, we get too focused on the outside of how people act. And as long as they do the things that we would like them to do, we'll bring them in closer and closer and closer. But we don't focus on the inward stuff that's going on that actually, and what if, what if the enemy, what if the way that he can do the most damage even to our church or to different situations is to say, let him focus on the outside, but I'll just keep working some dark stuff on the inside. And by the time they get closer and closer, then that stuff's going to pop out. So what I'm saying is this is important, for, especially for our church and as leaders, that we can't get too consumed with how people look on the outside. and We can't get too consumed with, hey, let's just make everybody like us or let's make sure that they're getting our culture right. We can't make that higher than actually having people that are changed from the inside out. That's why Jesus said, you Pharisees, you look real clean, but on the inside, you're real dirty. So as leaders, what our most important step is in helping somebody be discipled is working from the inside out, not from the outside in. We, Because we understand if the inside's not right, we could bring you in real, real close, and then all of a sudden you lose your all over everybody because the inside's not right. But they were so nice. And they were so caring. And they just said all the right things. And they were doing all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, it just seemed like hell broke loose in their life. And it's like a bomb goes off in your team. And I'm wondering if we can, see, this is, this is a ploy, how, how, how people can hurt, uh, and, and the enemy, how he can hurt his church, uh, God's church, from the inside out. Let me get somebody real close who's real messed up on the inside. So let's get their, let's get their outside pretty, but their inside dark. And it's really easy for us to care about what we see instead of what's on the inside because we can't see it. So what, what happens in that moment is you start, you start making things about what people do instead of who they are. So that's why you have people who are real faithful in serving, 
but have a jacked up marriage. You have people who give so much to the church, but the moment you ask them to pivot on something that they care about, they fight like a cornered wolverine because they've, they've got so much jacked up stuff on the inside. And unfortunately, as leaders, sometimes we don't touch any of that stuff because we're okay with it as long as you play nice and you do things the way that we'd ask you to do them. This happens in families all the time. Happens in businesses all the time. As long as you're producing, we don't care. None of us want to lead like this. None of us want to be led like this. But it's so easy to do because a lot of us just want the, the end result. And so, hey, as long as they're serving, as long as they're, you know, as long as they're doing stuff, then, man, just let them, let them, let them do what they do. And you've got people on your team. I'm thankful that this isn't a part of our church, but I've seen other churches that have, have people who are serving in like a, in a, in a tech position during worship when people are like, we are opening up our heart, pouring our heart out to God, and they don't even have a relationship with God. Like it's, but they're really good at what they do. So we're like, well, let's just keep them there. And I'm not saying that you have to be perfect to serve. I hope no one's hearing me say that. What, what I'm saying is that as, as leaders, it is our job to take the step into the stuff that we don't see. And to be okay with letting leadership be messy so at the end we have people that can uh, serve, but they're serving from the inside out, not the outside in. They're serving out of the overflow of what Jesus has been doing in their heart. That's what I'm talking about. They're baptized in the Holy Spirit and his power. They, they know how to pray. They, they actually read their Bible and they care about reading their Bible. They, they, th those things, that, and I'm not trying to make it law or make it like something, you know, if you do these things and God loves you. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm actually talking about this inward transformation that has so changed you from the inside out that you want to do these things. You want to spend time with God. You want to, to worship. You want to pray. You want to grow and be better and, and go forward. And so it, it, and it, this is where we need to lead from. And we also need to lead to. Because I believe that the biggest explosions and danger happen when we're like, they're okay. They look like us. They talk like us. I'm not going to get into that heart stuff. Because at some point, 
somebody's going to flip their trigger. And then all of a sudden you're wondering, why did this bomb go off? And why do we have all this collateral damage? And why do we got all this stuff around in our church that just feels like, how did this person, it might be because we were too focused on what they looked like on the outside instead of what they were and who they were on the inside. I don't want to lead. I don't want to be a pastor that leads our church by what you do. I want to be a pastor. God, help me to be a pastor that leads by who we are on the inside, that we, that we lead from our heart, and that we lead from the transformation that God is doing on the inside of us instead of constantly um, just making sure everybody looks good. Um, this, this, I think, is a, is, can be a trouble spot for us. So, with that being said, um, let, me, let me give a couple of steps real quick. If you are a leader of, of a group of people, because maybe you don't have a, a group of people that you're leading right now, but if that is the part that you're at right now, what I would suggest to you is don't be scared of getting into their heart. Step into it. Uh, I said this a, a couple of days ago, I, and it's just been continually going on in my heart and my head. Fear will cause you to manage what God wants you to multiply. So if you're scared of getting into somebody's life, you will manage them instead of opening them up to be multipliers. And you will not see them multiply in their life. You'll just manage them because you're scared of what it means when you start talking about real life stuff. So that's one step. Uh, another step, if you are being led by somebody, please do not stonewall them when they try to get into your heart. And please do not be defensive when they ask you tough questions. It is easy for all of us to be defensive. All of us have pride. All of us don't want other people poking around in the places that we feel weak. That doesn't feel awesome. But that's the only way that we really can grow. And so, so be open. Let people get into your life and be humble when they shine some light on some dark places. Don't be defensive. Don't, don't put up 18 walls of why you're not going to get in there. And I know, I know I've got a weakness, but I don't want you to know that I've got a weakness. Well, the truth is we all know anyway. <laughs> so you're not hiding it from anyone, you know. And so it's just better for you to be vulnerable and be authentic and be humble and just open it up and say, oh, this is the stuff that I'm dealing It's just way better that way than to make it a huge fight for somebody to try to get into your life. Um, I believe that if we can do those and work from the inside out, we're all going to be more healthy leaders and be healthy people on teams. That's it. Love you all. 
Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.